0: Welcome everybody, man. This is a, this for me is a really special episode of the podcast. And I have an old friend on here, not to emphasize the old, he's not old, probably my age, but I've known Tim Davis for probably, I think 12 or 13 years now. And He was this guy when I met him, and he's just done so many more amazing things. And the name of this podcast is Extraordinary Success Strategies. And I want to emphasize that because what the things that Tim brings to what he does and the the value that he brings to loan officers and the things that the tools that he's created to help loan officers become more successful in the business. They're just so far outside of the ordinary things that people introduce and that people talk about. Without further ado, I want to bring Tim in here and man, thank you so much for being here. I'm excited to talk
1: to you today. Man, I just figured a really good guest skipped out on you. So I got the last minute call. So I'm I'm just excited to be here, buddy. It's uh pretty awesome. Anybody ask you to share anything, it's uh it's pretty humbling, but it's fun.
0: Yeah, no, and so I guess where I want to start is like want people to get to know you a little bit, share who you are, how you got into the business, how you ended up, how you ended up here, because you got a great story.
1: Yeah, man. So I just tell everybody I was an at-risk kid from the housing projects. My dad died when I was three. My mom was a prescription drug addict. We grew up with way too much a month and way too little money. And at 17 years old, I had a guidance counselor say, you should go to college. I'm like, in college, I can't even pass the algebra here in high school. But through some government Pell grants and stuff like that. She got me hooked up to go and I hitched a ride with my buddy and I, and I went to college cause I figured I had two choices at, po- at that point. Either try to get out of the situation we were in and do something with my life or go work at the tire factory for the rest of my life. So that was the deal. I just decided to take a risk and, and hitch a ride uh, with some buddies and, and went to college. And uh, so I spent probably 75% of my college career, either working or partying. I am not an academic. I'm definitely an overachiever because I flunked college, not once, but twice. So I think I should get credit for it. <laughs> being an overachiever in that area. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And then afterwards I figured out I'll move to Nashville and they seem like a big city and they might have some opportunities there. I got a job schlepping 24% payday loans. And so part of my day was to convince you to take out a 24% loan. And then the other half of my day was to knock on your door and say, look, if you don't pay me, I'm going to repossess your couch. That was my job, and I remember one of my first dates with my wife, now wife, Angie, I had to do a collection call, so I took her to a pretty rough part of town. She was probably thinking, that this date's not going well, and I walked up to the door, and I knocked on the door, and a guy came to the door, and he had a gun on his side, and, I, and he's like, can I help you? And I was like, just want to let you know we forgave all your debts. You don't know us another dime, and I just left. And figured, I got to find something else to do with my life, and a buddy of mine got a job at a mortgage company and called me one day. Because I was making $28,000 a year as the branch manager of this finance company. And I thought my life was set for life. And he's, you got to come work at this mortgage company, man. We are killing it over here. And I said, dude, I don't even own the furniture in my apartment. I don't even own that. It is an efficiency. The apartment came with the couch and the bed and everything. I don't even understand what a mortgage is. He's dude, you can sell. Just get over here. And he told me what he was making. I, Scott, I swear to God, I don't think I hung up the phone. I think I just dropped it and, and threw the keys to my customer service rep. And I said, "Good luck with the rest of your life." I'm gonna go sell <laughs> And I drove over there and they hired me. By the grace of God, they hired me. And, and I will. And I tell this to everybody I coach these days. My first mentor. This is what he told me. Gave me a couple of tips. They are true today as they were ever before. Tip number one is your job every day is to make a loan. Period. It's not to check email. It's not to flip through pages of tax returns. It's not to analyze bank statements. You're, you've got to secure a loan application in a lock every day. It's gotta be your center focus. And number two, he said, time kills deals. And so you got to work with high urgency and high speed Mm -hmm. and uh, man, that's the same advice I give people today, find a loan every day and be fast about it and uh, stop getting in all this email and these other people's agendas. So that's the story.
0: And okay. I don't know if I knew that whole story, but that kind of makes a lot of sense. A lot of your coaching products and a lot of things that you've developed over the years, they really, they focus on that and they facilitate putting yourself in a position so that you have an opportunity to do that. And probably the first thing that, the first thing I knew about you when I met you is you were talking about your personal brand personal branding mastery or personal brand mastery. I don't know exactly what it was called, but I think back at the time you were publishing books, like you were helping law officers publish books that they could use. But tell me a little bit about where personal branding mastery came from and why you did that.
1: Listen, we all have the same problem. Like it's not getting money and finding a funding source or having a rate. The problem is why, why will somebody spend five minutes with you? What makes you different? What separates you from everybody else? And you hear the same old dance. Like I've got great service. Great. I was looking for somebody with bad service. So I don't need you. You (laughs) gotta have something, right? You gotta have something that's a shock value that they haven't seen before that causes them to go, wait a minute. And so I got to studying that whole concept of influence and how it got, how do you develop it? And can you accelerate it? These are just questions that I'm a very inquisitive person. If I, like, how do you solve the Rubik's cube? Do you twist left and then right? I'm just. I ask a lot of questions. And so I was sitting around just like, why does this person get influenced? And that person does it. And you got to, this is long before social media influencers Dude, we had Rolodexes. That's, that was the advanced CRM. I had that and a shoebox of, of greeting cards. And so I just started studying this and the best that I could deduce. Okay. This is my simple mind. I said, you know what? If you speak to people, we tend to give influence to pastors, speakers, comedians, people on television, radio personalities, the weatherman. Okay, so they're in front of an audience. That was how I simplified it. Yeah. And I said the other thing that I've recognized is we now call it content creation, but back then we weren't we didn't have that word. And so I just said people who write books. Because if you see somebody go on a news channel and they're being interviewed, they're usually like, Hey, next up, we have the author of seven ways to a happy marriage. And so then they interview this person and I thought to myself, you know what? Everybody's got a business card. Everybody can lock a loan. We're all selling the same product. My logo isn't better than your logo, but man, who has a book? What loan officer shows up with their own book? And so my buddy- This was like
0: 15 years ago too. This is, it wasn't easy. It wasn't as easy as self-publishing and doing that kind of stuff.
1: This is Microsoft Word 1.0, man. (laughs) And so this guy, my good friend, he was working for my company at the time. His name was Nick. And I I came to my office. I'm like, dude, we're going to write this book. And then we're going to publish it. And we're going to get it on Amazon. And then People are going to go, how in the world did you get on Amazon? Now, you have to go back a little bit because prior to that, we started doing a podcast. And we had been doing a podcast for about a year. And the way our podcast worked, it wasn't all these fancy setups with all these boom mics and all the nice lights that you see people have today. No, you had to dial a number and you recorded your podcast over the telephone. It was blog talk radio. That's what it was. I remember it. Okay, so we had more buyers, more sellers. That was the brand name for the podcast. And it was directed to real estate agents. It was marketing and branding and all these tips, right? And But we really didn't know if people listened to it or not, okay? Because I previous to that, I had my own radio show in Nashville. It was on an AM radio station, right? Had three listeners. Now, I'm going to I'm gonna let you know something nobody really knows, okay? I paid $300 a month to be on this radio show or to have my own radio show. It's called That's The Mortgage Masters. And so I didn't think anybody would listen to it. Who the hell wants to listen to Mortgage Talk? On and AM so, radio. On AM radio. <laughs> and on top of that, it was Christian AM radio, okay? So this thing was really segmented down, okay? And so we would go down to the studio, but what we did was we invited people we wanted to be in a relationship with, CPAs, financial planners, successful real estate agents because they wanted exposure for their business too. And I learned at that point in my time, like if you control the media, then doors open up. If you call somebody up, hey, Scott, you want to come on my radio show? They're like, oh my gosh, absolutely. Yeah, I want some exposure for my business. So we would go down on Saturdays and cut this daggum 30-minute mortgage master's radios. And nobody was listening. I don't even think the radio signal went three blocks down the street, okay? (laughs) So i learned this from the radio producer. He said, dude, you've got to get people calling the show. And I'm like, dude, you need to get a larger signal so people can actually hear what we're talking about. <laughs> and he goes, look, this is what we do in radio all the time. And I'm about ready to ruin some people's lives. He's, like, we stage the callers. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, we yeah. get our friends and we stage the callers. And I'm like, shut up. That's how this works. He's, like, that's how it works. So Angie and Robert used to call in the radio station she would be Susan one day and he would be Joe yeah. one day and all the kind of things. Now, here's a funny story. We're literally we'd had a couple of callers, I'm like, Joel's online two, and he would ask the question we would know the answer, right? And then they go, Oh, Bob is on line three. And I'm like, he wasn't scheduled to call in twice today. So I am <laughs> they patch him in and I'm like, hey, Bob, hey, and I'm expecting Robert's voice. It was a real dude. It was a real dude. Then <laughs> he had a question about a mobile home. It was, but but let me tell you what we did. When uh, we live in Nashville, okay, we, after the show was over with, they recorded it on the tape. The one that you had to have the pencil, if it got out of whack, you had to get it all back in line. Yeah. So I would take the cassette tape across the street to a place called We Make Disc. That was the name of the company. We Make CDs and Disc. Okay, great. So I would take the tape in there and then they would produce 100 CDs shrink-wrapped with my guest picture on. it. Like the, the, the person we had as our guest, would, it would be their photo on the CD and the shrink wrap and everything. Wow. And that would so make the
0: guest feel like a million dollars.
1: got absolutely. So we would give them 100 CDs and a, and a step-by-step checklist on how to send this CD out, position yourself as a celebrity and acquire more clients or work with your past clients. They loved it, right? And that, that's how we did the radio show podcasting came around and I'm like, okay, we don't have to drive to, to Music Row. This It was on Music Row in Nationals where we would go. And so I'm like, we don't have to drive down there anymore. We can actually call in. But the cool thing about it is now we're on iTunes and we can put that iTunes logo on everything we do, our business card. like. And we would go around. We're like, yeah, we have a podcast. It's on iTunes. And people are like, what? Like, do you know Bill Gates? And I'm like, no. Right. <laughs> so Nobody knew how to do that. And but they were like, my gosh, did you know Tim and Nick? They have their own podcast on, on iTunes. They're like celebrities. And so you fast forward to the book. So everything has a shelf life, right? Like you shock them, the shelf life runs out, you have to shock them again. And so I said, I want to write a book, man. And Nick goes, I've never written a book before. And I'm like, we're in, I got I can one up you. I flunked out of twa- College twice and I can't spell. So <laughs> How about that?
0: They didn't have autocorrect back then.
1: <laughs> no, or Grammarly or any of this. Like, What's this all about? And I said, dude, if we have our own book, and this is what we, how we used to talk to each other. I'm like, dude, he's dude. I'm like, dude. So we just called each other that all the time, right? And I was like, dude, look, if we have our own book, give me another mortgage loan officer in town that shows up with their own book. Who, who the hell does that? He's like, nobody. I'm like, I know. It's another shock moment. And so he's like, what's the book going to be about? I'm like, I, I don't know. 42 Ways That You've Messed Up Your Sales Career and How to Fix Them Before You Go Broke. He goes, I love it. And that was the title. It, the title was Dude Seriously, because we used to say that to each other in office all the time. He'd do something stupid. Dude, seriously? Really? Did you just do that? And so the title of the book was Dude Seriously, 42 Ways you Messed Up Your Sales Career and How to Fix Them Before You Go Broke. Worst title in the history of, of books. And so we typed it out. We typed it out and, and somehow we got it formatted. And I said, We got to have one great cover because people do, they judge a book by the cover. I don't know if they read books. I really don't. I don't know if anybody's ever read a book. I'm not sure. But they will look at the cover and determine whether or not they want to hold it. And so I said, We're going to go down to Jason Tucker Studios. He was our photographer. And I said, We're going to look like the most shoddy salespeople in the world. So we had this cover. We showed up and we're like, put sticky notes on us. Like we're all out of whack. I actually broke my laptop and and just bent it to look like it was just all messed up. And that was our cover photo. Dude, seriously, 42 ways you screwed up your sales career and how to fix them before you go broke. (laughs) Dude, listen, one of our chapters in the book was like, you think social media is a fad. That was one of our chapters. because Wow.
0: Nailed that one.
1: And so listen, man, we print a bunch of these books at first we're on Amazon. So now we've got to use the Amazon logo and everything. they're like, wow, you guys. No, actually at the time we were on Lulu print printing. We went to Lulu printing and then we went to Amazon. And so we printed up a bunch of these books. And then we had this girl named Robin and she would call real estate offices and she would say, Hey, I'm looking for Scott Shang." And you would be like, this is him. Oh, this is Robin from Tim and Nick's office. They're the host of More Buyers, More Sellers podcast. You may have listened to it on iTunes. They just came out with a new sales book for real estate agents. And they're offering a free seminar to real estate agents. Would you like to book them for one of your events and, and one of your meetings? And everybody in the attendance will get a free copy of their book. And you're like, yeah, that sounds great. Wow. And so she booked this up. Like her job is to book 52 classes a year. Right. And so she booked up like 10 of them. And I know this is going to get crazy. I went to a deaf Leppard concert right? You're like, where in the hell is the story going? So I go to this Def Leppard concert, and we've got all these seminars booked up, these little classes that we're teaching. And Def Leppard has these tour shirts, right? And it's like, come into this city, come into this city, come into this city. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, we should do that for our book tour. And so I come back, and I'm like, Nick, dude, Seriously, you're not going to believe this. We were going to make posters of all the places we're going to and flyers and all this kind of stuff. And of course, remember, social media is still new at the time. It's just maybe people "Eh, what is it? And so we made all these graphics of, come see Tim and Nick at Keller Williams. Come see them at the uh, Women's Council of Realtors. Come see them at the Chamber of Commerce. And then we were giving out these books and signing them and taking pictures with people. They literally thought we were freaking celebrities. (laughs) And we never proofread the book. There's misspellings all in it, okay? <laughs> to this day, nobody's ever said a word about a misspelling in the book because that proves my theory, people don't read books. <laughs> and, and, but everybody had them. And we would get calls from realtors go, hey, I got this deal and I was actually remembered you guys because I'm setting your book sitting on my desk and I wanted to give you a call. Can you help us out? And that's how the book came up.
0: Unbelievable. Oh my, it, <laughs> you
1: know, uh,
0: that, man, that kills me. That is so good.
1: Uh, <laughs> I it? but it worked.
0: Oh, man, this I'm so appreciative for you sharing that because this just this is the reason why I wanted you on on, on here, and I want to talk to you. Let's fast forward a little bit. you started, and I love this, you started a industry print magazine, the originators guide. And like, how did that kind of come out? because you have this print magazine, but you also you do some coaching and stuff around it. And you have some different groups around it, but like, it's been so long since there's been industry magazines and talk to me a little bit about that kind of thought process and where you went
1: with that. So I started teaching the personal branding mastery classes and we started teaching basically what I was telling you just then, like, how do you get your own radio school? How do you build your celebrity? How do you write a book and get it published? So we just started teaching that because we realized it's evergreen. Like realtors will forever want to know about that topic, okay? So, dude, I I have literally been teaching that class for 20 years. Now, we've added to it, but we just keep going back to it because it keeps working. And again, think about it like this. I coach a lot of people. I'm really blessed to be able to do that. And people will work their ass off to avoid making a phone call or going to visit somebody. I've never seen people work so hard to avoid Jumping. talking to another human being. It's <laughs> yeah. unbelievable, man. They'll be like, no, dude, look, like I got a video person and we're going to do all the things and I'm shooting videos all week. And I'm thinking, that's cool. And I got nothing against the videos and I know that they work and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, are you going to talk to anybody this week? Because I don't care how your leads come to you. At some point, you've got to have a conversation with people. Right. And so, again, I grew up in the housing projects. I didn't have time to wait. Like I had to sell something today in order for us to eat mm-hmm. today. Right? Yeah. It's The three ways I sell is I call you, I meet you, or I, t- or I talk to you in, a, in an event. Those three ways to this day are still the best ways to sell because it's instant. I can get on the phone, get a credit card or, or a loan application or whatever. And so it's not that I avoid the other stuff and we have more funnels coming in. I just see people spend 95% of their time to avoid making the call. And I was looking around and I was like, okay, everybody's fighting to be an influencer today. Everybody's trying to fight to to stop the scroll. Like why, what's your post going to be that's going to stop the scroll? And so... Everybody's trying to figure that out. And then you see people, they'll come up with something and everybody else posts the same thing that they just posted because one person went viral for them. So now it's a copy and paste of the same meme or whatever. And I thought, you know what? I'll tell you where, i tell you where nobody's looking right now. Everybody's trying to get attention. The eyeballs are like this, right? they are like, dude, I got to find a way, right? 99% of the people doing this, but you know what nobody's doing? Nobody's showing up in the mailbox. Nobody's showing up in the mailbox and you go to your mailbox every day. One time, one time a day, you tramp out to the mailbox to see what's in it. And 90% of the time it's not good news. It's the water (laughs) bill, right? It's mortgage payment, right? It's somebody's catalog, right? But if you go out there and the, the originators guide magazine where, yeah, if the magazine's in there, they're like, oh, something cool. I might learn something, right? So it brightens your day. That's the way I stop the scroll, right?
0: All that, yes.
1: And people tend not to throw these things away. I can't get it on the screen. They, yeah. They're, they're, okay. They miss your video. If they're not scrolling when your video goes up, then you hope that it comes up down the road. But they don't miss this because you know where this ends up? Right there on their desk. Yeah. Or in their favorite chair in the bathroom. Okay. I don't care what you're doing when you're reading my magazine. I just want you to read my magazine. (laughs) I was was taking a dump and I saw on page 13. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) But here's the other thing, too, about the power of magazine. When you're a publisher, it gets you indoors that you got to have a reason for somebody to talk to you. Yeah. Right. You got to have a reason for somebody to talk to you. So we turn that around. And actually the, the more popular thing is our, is our personal branding magazines. You see those?
0: Yeah. Tell me about those.
1: These are the bomb dude. Okay. So we do these cover to cover custom for loan officers every month. Okay. All the loan officer has to do is call the printer and say, give me 25, give me 50, give me 75. Is this part
0: of your coaching? Is this part of your coaching group?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so you can see down here. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to go backwards. No, you're good. This is why I, mean I suck on video. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> so there's your little smiling face compliments of, we always have articles in here. This one was the psychology of success with Greg Feiss. Then we had the rise of artificial intelligence, how to use chat GPT to create more clients. Plus five, a eight AI websites. Every agent needs to know about. Also included professional photo shoot tips, 14 motivation secrets and seven keys to video marketing. It's all agent focused, right? Yeah. You can see, can you see that? It's yeah. all professionally designed. Yeah, big picture. Yeah, Yeah, big pictures, vision yeah. boards, great articles. And in the center, here's what's really cool, okay? Cause I get it, volume volume's down and people are like, oh my gosh, I'm not making the amount of money. We have four pages in the center that you can sell the ads to your title company, your insurance agent. And if you sell each four people, an $80 ad, I think, I think it came out, let's say $90. If you sell four people about a $90 ad, you can print 100 of these a month and have them mailed directly to your agent. And cost you a penny. Wow. That is so smart. And so what, think about this, Scott. I show up at a real estate agent's office. Let's just say this. Let's say that you've got, your company has done an AA agreement. They're paying $15,000 a month for you to sit in that office, right? Yeah. And I show up and I'm like, hey guys, would y'all like a free subscription to the Brandy Magazine? It's exclusive for real estate agents. You'll learn tips and tricks on how to build your business. All I need is your home address and a yes. You can keep, your company can keep paying $15,000 for that lead agreement. Who's going to get the leads? Yeah, you are. And you know how much my magazine cost me because I sold ads in it?
0: Zero. Mm-hmm. Is there also, so you're branded on the front. Is there also like an ad or a back cover with all your contact info? There
1: you go. You can There's put whatever on you mind. want in the back, right? You put whatever. Uh, now, mine, oh, here's what I put on the back of mine. Right? My, my ad on the back of my magazines I give to my agents are, Hey, uh, agent profit plan class, and learn how to grow your business forty two percent in the next twelve months,
0: brother. We could not have we could not have tried to structure a better segue because no, that's, that's one of the that's what I wanted to talk about. Is you created yeah. this product as part of your kind of your group called the agent profit plan? And I was on one of your mastermind calls last week, and you were demonstrating it, and I was just like, man, I have. I've never seen anything like this. I think this is absolutely brilliant. And that was one of the reasons why I, there's so many things I love talking to you about, but I wanted to have you demonstrate that and talk a little bit about this because everything you're doing is you're talking about positioning yourself, bringing value to real estate agents because let's face it, a business is tough right now. But it's also even, it's even tougher for real estate agents. And this is what I tell loan officers all the time. So at least we can lend in the entire state with our license. Your real estate agent pretty much does business as far as they can drive. It's like they have this local community or they have these farms that they work and they're desperate for help. And sometimes maybe they can't give you a lot of business. And I think I even heard this from you. All you really need is an agent that'll give you a deal a year or maybe two deals a year, and how many of those agents can you get? But there's a lot of folks out there that are just struggling, and you've created all of these products and all of these things to help build their business, and the agent profit plan is amazing. So I'm gonna bring this up on the screen, and I'd like you to explain where this came from, what this came, how this came about, and how loan officers are using this to grow their business. It came from Jesus.
1: Let me see. Do I, I I guess I have to drive it on my side, right? Do you see my little clicker yeah. now? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So let me give you the background of where it came from, right? The whole driving force through everything I create is what's going to be unique and different and, and stop an agent to go, well, I've never heard of that before. Let me spend some time with you to find out more. Okay. That's everything I create is designed to create curiosity, to get them to stop in their tracks. No matter if I'm a seasoned loan officer or I'm a newer loan officer, I can say, Hey, I'm a certified agent profit plan advisor. You got a free software that can show you how to sell five to 10 more homes a year. Would you be interested in, in doing the free plan? If they say no, then I'm probably not talking to somebody I want to talk to. Probably don't want to work with them. <laughs> Correct. And so we designed it uh, to be an assessment software it's a lot of coaching. I've been coaching for so long when I got to thinking about it, people really love to do assessments. The curiosity and low yep. are two of the biggest marketing weapons you can have in your arsenal. And, and I'm big on creating brands, right? The mortgage profit, we have a mortgage profit plan. We have an agent profit plan. We just have brands for all kinds of stuff. The originator's guide. I'm just big on branding names and stuff. Cause it, it gives you a little bit more firepower when you're talking to somebody. And I created this version called the mortgage profit plan. And we were using that to actually develop coaching leads so on and so forth. And then I got a call one day or a DM on, a, on Facebook is what it was from an agent that said, do you have one of these for agents? And I was like, we're working on it. And I didn't have one. I was like, we're working on it about 60 days out. I'll let you know. And then it hit me. I was like, man, if we could equip a loan officer to teach this to real estate agents, man, they could get into any office they wanted to at any time they've got something of real value, a free business planning software guaranteed to show an agent, I don't care who you are, how to sell five to 10 more homes a year. And that's what we did. We just created it for our coaching clients to say, Hey, look, you know what? We're going to equip you and we're going to certify you and give you a little logo and everything so you can go out there with confidence and show agents what we're talking about. So basically I'm just going to jump into my back engine because it'll make it easier So this is free for real estate agents. Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Free for agents. And so I'm going to go in here. So as a mortgage loan officer, you would have your own account and it would have your own dashboard, like you saw mine with your pretty face on it and a custom video for you to present to them, the whole nine yards. Right. And then when you log into your backside engine here, you're going to see all of the agents that have taken an assessment with you. Okay. So uh, I'm gonna pull this one up here, this Mary Beth, right? She reached out to me, she saw me posting all about it on social media and she's like, you got me, I'm curious, what is this? And so I did this one with her via Zoom, okay? And so she signed up for a free account through my portal and then she went in and took the assessment. So basically the business plan asked them questions in the area of personal development, financials and numbers, marketing and branding, client fulfillment systems, database and referrals. And then our secret sauce is our business development, okay? So what happens is they go through here and as they answer questions, do you have a clear, unique selling proposition? If you answer no, would having a USP help you attract one more client per year? She said that she does not Now she left it at zero, but let's just say she said, you know what? If I got really dialed in on my USP, I bet you I could pick up three more clients this year. See how the gauges went, Mm -hmm. right? And she said, I'm gonna pick up five more clients. Watch those gauges. The left-hand gauge is her before income. The right-hand gauge is her after income. So when she took this assessment, look, she's making 92 grand a year, but based on answering these questions of what she wants to do in her business, she can make $183,250 the next year. That's real Mm -hmm. numbers when you show that to somebody. And so it shows them how many more sales they can make. What their and volume? And it's almost
0: is. all behavioral-driven stuff. It's if you did this in your business, do you think it would add an extra unit to your to to your production over the year? Right. And what's brilliant about it is it's a self-assessment. So, like she, not only do you give them ideas of what they should be working on, you say, if you did do this, what do you think that would mean to you?
1: let me go in here, Brandy. Okay. So here's Brandy, right? Brandy went nuts. She saw she can make $776,000 next year from 215. That's a big jump. Now she's a pretty aggressive agent, right? But check this out. And and here's the deal. And I wore this cap for you today because you know what the number one problem with loan officers are? They They don't ask for business. So this is another one of our brands. This is the big ask brand. Okay. So we have t-shirts that says, I like big ask and I cannot lie. Okay, <laughs> This is the big ask cap. We're cutting a music video to the parody song of, I like big butts. And I have gold chains with bright bling that says, I like big ask. Right. And so <laughs> I'm constantly preaching, like you've got to ask for business, but I understand it's a hurdle and it's a gap and all the things. Okay. So I want to show you what's built into the software, the big ask. Number one, would you like us to help you co-market your open houses? Yeah, I would. Would you like us to offer lender incentives just for you? I think so. Do you have some older leads you'd like for us to work? Yeah, she gave us over 400 leads, 400 that we worked on for her. Are you working with any buyers and sellers right now that we could give a mortgage quote to? What'd she say? Yeah. Yes. And then number five, do you know another agent who would like to do this for their business? You should call Jarrah Hunter.
0: Wow.
1: Wow. So it's built in if you can just get them to take the assessment, they're gonna they're gonna give you leads, right? And so then they submit it, right? Check this out. They submit it and they can come over here and print them out. This full color business plan with your information as the advisor, their before numbers, their after numbers, the answers to all their questions and how much it'll help them move their business. Um and then here at the bottom we got daily affirmations and gratitude journals that come from you.
0: Can you scroll so, on that? I can only I can see the gauges. Does it is your screen oh. scroll?
1: Oh, it didn't come up to the other screen. Dang it. Mean, oh, okay. okay, yeah, let me do that. Okay. I can scroll on that screen. Hang on. Okay. So it turns it into a PDF they can print out, but it's got all their answers. Okay. And kind of how many extra deals they'll get for doing that. Yeah. Then here at the bottom, it prints out daily affirmations for them. Gratitude journals that they can use. So they basically have a, a business plan. And when you follow up with them, it would be easy to call Brandy and go, Hey Brandy, how's things going? You, you mentioned about in your business plan about marketing to your database. You needed to do that what are you doing with that? Is there anything I can help you with? How's that going for your business? Cause she said wow. that was important. To her. Right. So now I'm talking to her about something she said was important. I'm not just throwing a dart, hoping I hit the bullseye. Is this assessment that they're getting a, or
0: like, does it change based on their answers or is it always the same format, but just it's their answers are added to it. But if they said they wanted to do a certain marketing thing, does a page appear relevant to that marketing strategy or is
1: it? So we are going to start adding that to it, but, but literally. But people, still okay. you,
0: you, you talk about doing your homework before you make your calls. Now, all of a sudden you're not making a calls just saying, Hey, do you have anybody you can send me? You're going through and you're like, Hey, I was just uh, your assessment came up here the other day. I was taking a look at it, and I just want to check in with you. How are you doing on that thing that you said you wanted to do? Is there anything right. that I can help you with? It? it gives you, it gives you a place to start a conversation and to deepen a relationship. You said you wanted, you said you wanted to do this. Can I help you get there?
1: So here's a great story. I have one of one of the loan officers in our coaching program started picking off agents one by one, decided to do it singularly rather than a group. That's fine. So he goes and does it for this one agent. And he literally told me, he goes, I knew she wasn't a big producer, but I sat down with her and spent the time with her anyway. And she took it back to her managing broker, then called the loan officer and said, let me see what you're doing. He showed the managing broker and the managing broker said it was mandatory that all the 250 agents in his office go through this assessment.
0: Wow. It doesn't surprise me, but man, what a gold mine. How amazing is that? And it also goes to show you don't judge a book by its cover, even though it counts, but spend some time with that agent because she's nobody's probably ever take, given her the time of day, right? Because her numbers don't look that great. And, right. and so, so nobody's probably ever spent time with her. And you do something like this that It's really not that much effort, but it looks like you put a ton of effort that you invested a ton of effort into her and her success. And that's probably exactly what she needed. Show me another
1: loan officer that has this.
0: Again,
1: separation is everything right now, right? Work ethic and separation and work ethic and separation. And yeah, if you'll use it, it will flat out work.
0: Man, oh man.
1: And we get testimonials every week. I had another young lady in our coaching group. She was doing like two months a month before we started coaching her in January. She's, she's number one in her region now. She moved from 130th in the company to number five in the company in six months. I saw um, that.
0: I saw that posted
1: yeah, in your group. Last week, she called me. She said, I got a problem. And I was like, what's going on? And she said, I did a profit plan class and I got 940 leads given to me. how do we work these and i said 50 at a time girl 50 at a time so
0: part of your program is you show loan officers how to do this one-to-many presentations like for an office or for a group you can do it one-on-one or you can do it one-to-many
1: yeah yeah i can go into it it doesn't matter if you bring your iphone your ipad or your laptop we have a wi-fi connection i don't care how many people are in the room Now, now listen here's another cool thing and I told you this off camera, but I'm going to share it, all right? So here's what I've learned throughout the years. And this is so important. If you're listening to your loan officer, please hear what I'm saying, okay? I used to get so caught up in teaching classes that I thought would change people's lives. And I failed to do the one thing I was there for, which is get referrals, okay? <laughs> 90%, maybe 95% of the people that you teach won't do a daggum thing with what you taught them. It's not your responsibility. That's right. Your responsibility is to market and expose your business. And when that cha- mindset changed in me, I started getting informed more people and stopped worrying about whether or not they did it or not. And so, gosh, I think I lost my train of thought on that because it was going to be really good. Thank <laughs> Sometimes my mind goes so fast, Scott. Oh, so number one, don't think you're, you're there to change their lives. You're there to get referrals right? Which is why the system is set up to ask for the referrals, right? Your reputation is grown by one thing. Do you close loans on time? If you do, more people are going to come to you, right? Yep. And so this concept of getting out there and teaching these classes has always been a huge benefit for me. And you can get in front of one to many. Like you said earlier, There's they're only going to give you one or two deals a year per, per real estate agent. That's just industry stats. Yeah, That's just the stats, right? So if you can get in front of 20, 50, 100. So that being said, I got to thinking about Vegas. And when you go to Vegas, what's, it, what's Vegas all about? The lights, the show, the glitz, the glamour. Now, listen.
0: Slots going off left and right.
1: Yeah. So write this down, everybody. Get your pen. Write this down and go get a tattoo. People would rather be entertained than educated. Okay, nobody wants to come to a lecture series. Nobody, okay? So learn how to entertain people. So we've got a new feature coming to the profit plan that when they change their numbers, oh, I'll go from zero sales to one sales, zero sales to three sales. Money's gonna fly across the string. Ching, it's gonna hit a money bag, ka-ching. So <laughs> think about this. I want as many people in the audience as possible. If I can get 50 agents in a room and all their computers are going to Sounds like a floor at Paris or Paris Casino. Dude, they, are going to get, they Listen, when you get them excited and they feel like they're winning, they give you referrals. Yes. Yeah. My so, goodness. Man. It's going, I'm going to film the first one I do because when that feature is added, I'm hoping it's next week. I'm going to have to go do it because I just want to hear it go, gee. Man. <laughs> so, anyway.
0: All right, dude, you have been so gracious with sharing all of this stuff. And I'm not going to let you go without throwing a big ask to you. I want people to reach out to you. I want people to get to know what you're doing and how you're doing it. Do you have anything that, uh, like, how do people get a hold of you? What can they get out of that? Do you have any introductory specials or any kind of how do they get a hold of you and learn more about this because i think everybody everybody i know needs to know that you exist if they don't know you exist they need to know that you exist because you're just sharing some of the coolest stuff i've been a part of your group your mastermind group and it's just there's so many smart people on there and they're all doing business and they're doing business because they're following your plan and we it's extraordinary what you're doing so what, what do you got for anybody that I can push your way?
1: I should write you a check for saying nice things about me. Listen, I'm, I'm pretty easy to find. You can find me on Facebook and all the things out there. Probably see pictures of my German Shepherds. But you can go to the originatorsguide.com. The button's right on the front. You click the word coaching. There's a little video of us talking about it. You want to just jump right in. You can sign right in there. It's so inexpensive. It's 2.97 dollars a month. And yeah. we coach every Monday and you get, Coaching from me and Kim Winters, my business partner. Yep. Kim did $14 million last month in loans. Okay. She is no joke, right? No, Kim's amazing. So you get coaching from both of us every Monday and then our private Facebook group. So if you want to go to theoriginatorsguide.com, I'm going to put, put
0: the links in the description. It'll be on the posts. Anywhere I share this, it'll be there.
1: Yeah. And then just shoot me an email, theoriginatorsguide.com, and put in the subject line Scott Shane, right? And if you have any questions or whatever you want to talk for a few minutes about it or whatever the case is, just email me direct and just put Scott Chang in in the subject line, and then we'll just do a, a personal call and see what's going on in your life and see what we can do to help.
0: Dude, that's awesome. That's absolutely awesome. I didn't mean to put you on the on a the spot there. I, I didn't tell you I was gonna I was gonna do that. But if you don't you ask, answers I already know, right?
1: <laughs> Gotta have a big ask, baby. I'm gonna ship you a cap, my man.
0: <laughs> yeah man i can't imagine that you have anything else to share but do you have a final thought for for takeaway for anybody watching this and then i'll let you go feed your german shepherds
1: yeah i'm gonna share something that on a serious note okay so i've been doing this a few years as you probably can tell by the beard it's a little gray um in 2008 2009 it got tough right it was a different kind of tough but it was tough right and so everybody became a short sale expert I know a lot of originators might be watching this. They don't even know what I'm talking about, but we had a website called, we didn't, but there was a website called the Imploto Meter and it literally, you checked it every day to see if your company was still in business and if you had a job. That's how fast companies were folding. But I learned something during that period of time. It's just a leadership lesson and I just share it with everybody because I know we're going through a challenge right now, but here's what we learned. We learned how to focus on activity above results. And that's really hard lesson for me because I am a results guy. If I put a nickel in a slot, I want a dime back. But what we learned in that time was to do more activities and focus less on the results. In the past, we could go to teach a class at an agent's office and we knew exactly how many referrals we would get. To the end, you might not, you might only get half that or a third of that, or they might be really tough. So be action oriented, more action oriented and less um, results focused, okay? and triple the number of people who know you. Like We were calling everybody, banks, credit unions, divorce attorneys, financial planners, giving cards to the homeless people downtown Nashville. It didn't matter. Wherever we were generating conversations and, and that kind of stuff and adding people to the database. When that year was over with, that was the $100 million year. When when that time frame broke out, that was the $100, yeah. $100 million year. Because everybody said, you know what? You were there still providing value when we really couldn't get back to you. I literally had a lady come up to me at one of, we did a third Thursday event where we taught something video marketing or whatever. I had an agent come up to me and she said, I feel terrible about coming to these because I don't have any business for you, but my income's so low, at least you feed me. And I feel bad, but I, I'm hungry too. And she was basically saying we, we fed her on Thursdays. And I was like, Holy crap. I'm like, I don't care if you ever give me a loan. Like you come over here and you get first in line. That's fine. So you have to understand when people are going through challenges, you don't know what they're dealing with. Just be nice to them and add as much value you can to their life. It'll come back to them. So that's what I'd leave you with. Man,
0: I'm I'm not even going to add anything to that. Tim, thank you so much for being here, man. I appreciate this. This is going to help a lot of people. And I look forward to seeing you on your next mastermind call. Thanks everybody for being here. Let me know what you think about this. And Tim's contact information will be in the, in the descriptions or the post, wherever you see this. So reach out to him, see what he's doing and and do it. Take action. Thanks buddy. I'll see you.
1: Appreciate it, man. See you.